0: Welcome to The Thriving Advisor Show. I'm Ike Ikoku and together with Nina Venturella, we are co-founders of the Air Institute and the Seven Figure Mentor Program. We help executives create successful transitions out of corporate life without jeopardizing their current employment and without risk to their family, finances, or future. We launch business consulting practices for our clients and use that as a vehicle to establish their personal brand, their thought leadership, and to monetize their purpose, passion, wisdom, expertise, and experience. This helps them address the problem of how to design a successful transition out of corporate life and into doing something adventurous and fulfilling that allows them to have the kind of impact, influence, and income they desire in this next chapter of their life. We believe that executives who have been thriving in the boardroom with their responsibilities to their current employer can also thrive outside of the boardroom in their post-corporate life. We know that you have relevant experience expertise as well as a unique message and or a passion project that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspirational podcasts on the planet in the next fifteen to 20 minutes. All right, well let's get into today's show. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Thriving Advisors podcast. I'm here with our guest for the day, Erin Cochran. And uh, Erin and I have been connected on LinkedIn. She's she's in a pretty unique space and uh, she's also running a startup. So really, really delighted to kind of delve into all things startup and beyond as we delve and spend some time together today. So Erin, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much. I'm, I'm really excited for this. Thanks for having
0: me here. Yeah. Pleasure to have you. So tell us, what does your company do um, and maybe what do you guys stand for?
1: Yeah. So the company that I'm a co-founder and director of product for is called Guella Mushrooms. We are a life sciences company that operates in this intersection of wellness and mushrooms, functional mushrooms being, as well as psychedelics. Mm -hmm. Um, So a lot of kind of emerging industries, a lot of big trends and topics um, that we, we bring together into this sphere of personal wellness, holistic wellness, as well as you know, alternative models of health and nutrition and all of that kind of stuff. So we have this big brand umbrella that we get to operate under to hopefully just use these emerging natural technologies, re-emerging natural technologies, I guess, um, to help support people in their day-to-day wellness goals. And yeah, I mean, we're, we're a company of, I think, like eight or nine, you know, we're, we're a small team. We're going into our second year of business. So just went through our first year of business, so that was a yeah. lot of fun. Um, anyone in the the startup world definitely can speak to first year of business hurdles and excitements and all those things. So uh,
0: lots of fun challenges that first year, to <laughs> say the least, right?
1: Yes, I believe the term learning curve was used <laughs> a lot of times a long time alongside uh, growing pains yeah, <laughs> and <we're> other <laughs> nuances there.
0: So I do believe that there's power in words. And so I'm curious, mm. Guella mushrooms. What's the history behind the name? How'd you guys come up with it?
1: Mm. Uh, well, Gwella is actually Welsh and mm. it means, uh, don't direct quote me this, but I <laughs> I think it started as something that it always evolves a little bit in my mind based off <laughs> of our brand association. So it means um, to like improve oneself, to better oneself. Um, And there's connotations of like healing and and all that kind of wrapped into that self-improvement word.
0: Yeah. And you said its origins is from where again? Welsh. Welsh. Fantastic. So for those who are green to the alternative health space who have no idea um, Mm. what that looks like, what it means how would you, you know, I love uh, Denzel Washington. There's a quote in one of his movies where he goes, break it down to me like I'm a four-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when you think about the space that you're in, how would you break it down for the novice who all they've ever known is go directly to your primary care physician, do whatever he or she tells you, and that's sort of how you take care of yourself. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, well, I love that question. First mm-hmm. of all, um, I'm I'm a health sciences major um, in my, in my history. So talking about holistic health in a way that's really digestible is one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> um, and it's also super important right now. I think the, the world is really shifting gears and and challenging ourselves in our perceptions of what it means to live a healthy life, especially in, in Western contexts and redefining that. So um, yeah, what, what that means for us and and for me and, and my understanding is that there's a lot of nuances to that, I think. You know, mm-hmm. alternative wellness also comes with a lot of like political baggage, mm-hmm. social baggage, <laughs> uh, misconceptions, call them. Yeah. And the funny thing is that alternative wellness a lot of times just refers to more natural systems. Um, so you think of yoga, breathwork, meditation, herbal remedies, those in a lot of cases are considered alternative because they might be more of an Eastern approach or a more traditional medicine approach. So that's, that's really what the, the bucket of alternative wellness kind of alludes to is that it's alternative to our current understanding in the West of what medicine means. So medicine being exactly what you said, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling good. I go to my doctor. I say, these are the symptoms that I have. And they say, try this pill or Mm. here's a a syrup or a liquid or something, you know, we, we operate in this very symptoms based, um, and Mm. reactive kind of thing. So a reactive kind of system. So yeah, hopefully that was a little more nuts and bolts. So being, being a company in that space, it's all about bringing those worlds together of traditional and alternative ways of thinking about medicine and bringing that in with the also like current context and understanding of scientific validation and Western medicine. So it's a fun spirit to operate in. That's for sure.
0: It is. It is. And you know, when I just, uh, I love words, when you think about alternative or alternate, that means instead of, Mm -hmm. I'd love to get your a take uh, in this industry that you're in. Do you consider alternative medicine as a substitute? Is it mutually exclusive from traditional? Do you see them as a substitute for what you'd normally do? Or do you see a world where both coexist and you get uh, a bit of synergy between the good that exists in the traditional space and the good that ex- exists in the traditional space, in the alternative space, excuse me.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. I don't believe personally that they should be mutually exclusive. Um, You know, we've, we've advanced that, you know, word advanced. We've progressed in the world of medicine in some really incredible ways, you know, like we're able to talk about things and study things in, such a different way than humans used to be able to. So why would we not use that to hopefully our advantage to better our understandings of what fundamental issues cause these health challenges? But there's definitely something to be said for the thousands of years of evolutionary, like basically qualitative data (laughs) that came from traditional medicines and and healing practices and things like that. and, you know, they've been around for so long, probably for a reason. <laughs> so that's that's definitely uh, an exciting thing about this industry is that as we look at plant medicines of all kinds, that we get to bring in these worlds of traditional and modern, hopefully in a way that's just going to like, you know, revolutionize the way that we currently think
0: about health. Fantastic. Um, Yeah, so that's a really, really rich uh, distinction there that we're trying to draw between the alternative and the traditional. And, and, you know, based on your uh, vantage point, they're not mutually exclusive. Um, I'm always curious as to, especially startups, um, you know, people make that bold move to actually (laughs) launch launch their own company. um, I'm always curious as to what was going on in your life or your backstory that kind of led to you deciding to do this as opposed to maybe just work for somebody in the space, right? So Mm -hmm. would you share a little bit about what life was like prior to startup life for you and and what motivated you to go down down this uh, road less (laughs) traveled?
1: Yeah. um, I I was already kind of walking a road less traveled or I had been. Um, I was never really ever the corporate context kind of person. I worked in small businesses. Um, actually I had worked in a small business, um, prior to, prior to the time that led to the time of the startup. And I was working in a health facility, a health and wellness facility, working on, um, like health education programs and camp programs and physical education programs for mostly kids. Okay. And, you know, just I've, I've always. Really wanted to take part in understanding and developing healthy lifestyle support for people of all ages, and that that ended when I decided that I was going to uh, go traveling in Latin America for six months. Uh-huh. I had gone to Peru and that calling that happens (laughs) Uh, when you go to somewhere beautiful and majestic. And I just fell in love with ancient civilizations and and the culture there and and learning about it. Um, I was also starting to poke my head into the world of sustainability and environmental regeneration and was very passionate about that, taking some courses on the side of working full time. And I had also kind of come to this spiritual bypass with myself. Um, I lost my mom when I was really young. I was was eight years old and I lost my mom to about to, um, lung cancer. So I kind of grew up with that. There was a lot of challenges growing up that I won't dive too, too deep in, but basically I came into my mid twenties and I realized that I was not spiritually fulfilled and I was continuing to perpetuate a lot of kind of toxic behaviors or things within myself that weren't serving me well. And, uh, I, I kind of call it this like self-healing intuition that I think we all have when we recognize that there's things that we're doing that don't serve us. And some of us are potentially more able to take that time to step out from day to day life to address that or have different ways that we feel about wanting to address that. So for me, I had just fallen in love with this culture and um, with the idea of intentional communities and um, environmental regeneration. So I packed my bags after saving my pennies for a year and I went traveling around Latin America Um, and I stayed with intentional communities and worked on organic farms and in permaculture settings and just really wanted to learn about regenerative life and about being more in touch with our ecosystems and community healing and support practices. And, and I did it, (laughs) I did it for six months. And um, I mean, life, life changing would be an understatement, Mm -hmm. but it certainly grounded in me this desire to understand what my offering to the world was going to be and how I was going to show up to that because I'd, you know, been blessed and fortunate enough to make a lot of peace with some things that I had really been struggling with. So um, I had also started learning about mushrooms and functional mushrooms and had been and had taken part in healing ceremonies and some more traditional healing practices and was just completely in love with this whole industry like whole sphere of plant medicine and um yeah just what it means to be really mindful with our consumption and what we put into our bodies and how we treat our relationships and everything surrounding that. So, you know, I came back uh to to life <laughs> after that six months and then ended up staying three months more in British Columbia working on a farm. Um and then I went to a fungi school <laughs> <laughs> and learned about fungi cultivation. And then I came back and the pandemic started like a month later. So here I was kind of being like, wow, all of these amazing things that I think could, you know, be a beneficial addition to the lives of many, just, you know, building community, true, like empathetic, vulnerable support of each other. And, you know, like plant medicine as a whole. And I was a huge mushroom nerd and I was like, I need to bring mushrooms to the people. (laughs) And yeah, so um, about six months later, after some time at a nonprofit and some other courses and all this, I kind of stumbled into Gwela mushrooms, actually. Um, I had a close friend who said, you know, she had gotten tipped off or was also looking into a similar industry move and she said you know they're they they're looking for a mushroom girl or they they might need somebody with your particular set of expertise and you know met with met with the uh, now you know with the CEO and the other co-founders and decided that this was what I was going to take part in and this was going to be my next contribution so long-winded story but there was a lot of like health mushrooms personal. Yeah. <laughs> personal life exploration and it kind of came down to that like this aligns with my path now and and what I want how I want to show up and and what I want to offer
0: so yeah so you have some unique personal experiences that you bring to the table for why you're involved in the space don't know much about your co-founders but when you think about the company as a whole I mean there are a lot of other players that are in the space that were there before you guys they're after you guys right Mm -hmm. so what do you guys see as the distinguishing factor uh, in your industry for your company that kind of sets you apart from others
1: um i think as you said you know there's there's people who have been in this industry for quite some time the thing that's really exciting about right now is that this is the first time in 50 60 years that the world is opening its eyes and ears to alternative plant medicine psychedelic medicine um with this kind of yeah like true open-heartedness and interest and destigmatization efforts and research efforts and money <laughs> like there is a lot of interest flooding especially psychedelics right now because it is such you know they've there's so much supporting research to show that these could be incredible catalysts of mental health and um yeah, just tools for for medicine, for healing, for things like depression and anxiety that really plague our, our societies right now. And where we get to stand in the midst of all of that is that we are a company that not only is founded by a group of people who have experienced the benefits firsthand and have incredible passion for helping others, you know and and that's that's really a beautiful thing that resonates through a lot of companies in the psychedelic space right now and people working in psychedelics right now is there's a lot of people who have received and undergone these kind of life transformations um through working in various capacities with these substances and people are showing up and saying I want to be a part of this movement. I get outreach all the time. You know, how do I get into this industry? I tried it. It was amazing. And and I think this is something that can change our world. And when you get a group of people together that like truly think and believe and want to change the world in a positive way with new knowledge and tools and information, Mm -hmm. then that's, that's huge. And that for us is a big thing for us. Like we're a bunch of creators and scientists and marketers and brand builders and distribution experts. So we have this nice mash of people who can come together and build something that's going to really address what we think the community can benefit from. Mm-hmm. And we're doing it from a place of integrity that says like, I'm doing this because I really just want to help support life for people. And and you know, however we can build that as a team, we're going to do it.
0: What are some of the um biggest human life problems or issues that you see the product that you guys are putting out there, addressing, solving and providing alternative ways to kind of cope, heal um, and break through what might've been stumbling blocks in people's lives before. Mm.
1: Great question. Um, Our, our first product is a, um, a gummy, chew that contains all of these bioactive ingredients and compounds from like herbs, botanicals, functional mushrooms, and its uh, compound profile was designed to mimic the effects of a low dose of psilocybin. So a microdose. Part of why we wanted to do that was because we understand that this class of substances is not likely to be legal for sale in quite some first you know, at least a few more years, if at all, which it seems will be the case, but um, yeah. So we wanted to create Mojo to bring people into the conversation about psychedelics and psychedelic medicine and alternative methods of thinking about their health. One of the things that's kind of like a, a secondary benefit of microdosing and plant medicine is that there is this emphasis on ritual and mindfulness and getting in touch with your body and listening to what your body needs listening to what your heart is telling you and all of these things that kind of surround the plant medicine space have so many different layers of benefit to them that I think people are 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 missing these days or you know we're not nearly as in relationship with what we put into our bodies and how we feel about our lives and how we interact in our relationships. So if we can continue, if we can build products that help people not only like feel better on a day-to-day basis with the compounds that they contain, but people also get to now become part of this conversation of how we think about our day-to-day lives and how we build healthier habits and how we think about what we eat and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, there's kind of like the, the first layer of benefit of the actual compounds themselves and the benefits that they give. And then there's all of these secondary benefits of like truly, you know, potential life transformations or enhancements or supporting improvement um, and how we think about, yeah, just our day to day life and our health and how we engage with
0: things. I'm almost seeing a component of like wellness coaching that could be built or layered on top of the products you guys offer. Is that something that's either on the table right now? Something you guys are considering? Um, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Uh, definitely something we've talked about, <laughs> both both personally and um, as as a business. Yeah. Um, we are like Wella is not necessarily just a physical product company we also really want to take part in and be involved in the education and surrounding services and things like that 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 go with that whole understanding of holistic health so how do you build a community of people who you can talk to about these kinds of experiences? Um, we also partner with a lot of other companies that kind of specialize in different alt wellness, like a breathwork company that we share some of their, you know, support services and things like that. We've talked about the idea of partnering with retreats Mm. and although our bread and butter at the moment is products and we actually have a couple products uh, coming out in the next few months that help that sort of. Wellness tools, ancillary tools, ancillary tool usage um, picture to expand. So certainly something that is involved or you know part of the the Guella experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but from a personal perspective, that is actually something that that I'm in the process of working towards is developing that uh, personal, offering. (laughs) Um, Something I've always been really passionate about is working one-on-one with people and in like small group settings. And um, so something that I would like to do is work towards being a psychedelic guide. Um, Something that is in growing demand as people learn more about these benefits is people that have walked that path and want to help support others in also experiencing that and understanding how these tools can help us get in touch with ourselves and and what we want and help in that journey of self-exploration.
0: Five years from now, if you could cast a vision for what Gwella looks like, what would that look like in your mind?
1: Um, going back to our strategy session (laughs) as a team. I, I love those those activities as a team. I think it's it's such a it's a really fun way to look at how you want to see the future and We've talked a lot about experiential um, experiential product development, you know, and especially in such a space as this, how amazing would it be to go into a location that, you know, you get to kind of, you get to sample some different products, some different consumable things. Maybe over here, there's a workshop going on about this kind of mindfulness activity or, or practice that you can involve in and this other service. So kind of, thinking of that holistic health support system and how we can bring in either, you know, great partners or um, our own products and, and builds that, that experiential hub <laughs> for people um, where they get to engage with. Yeah. Just different, different aspects of their wellness and and what they want to explore.
0: Very cool. Very yeah. Cool. So if we've got listeners that are uh, tuning in now when this uh, catches their attention and they're like, I'm really liking what I'm hearing from Aaron and <laughs> want to get access to products or just more information about you, your company, what's the best resource to offer up to them, how they can do that.
1: Oh, well, you can, you can follow us on social media. We have accounts for both our Gwella Mushrooms main brand, as well as our first product Mojo and you can find us on LinkedIn. You can go to our websites. Um, I have my own personal website, so you can find me there as well. But yeah, if you, and and I, I always love outreaches um, and questions and people that are excited to learn more about the space. So I'm always open to those kinds of questions and conversations.
0: Fantastic. And the website URL address for them is?
1: Uh, for Guella is GuellaMushrooms.com. And for myself is ErinHolisticHealth.com.
0: Fantastic. Thanks so much for spending some of your precious time with us today. It's been fun learning more about the space. It's a very intriguing space and one that uh, isn't stagnant.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think we get updates daily, uh, which is great. No
0: doubt. No doubt. doubt. Well, thanks again, viewers. You've had uh, an opportunity to listen to another amazing guest on our Thriving Advisors podcast. Until next time, I wish you well. Welcome to the Thriving Advisors show. I'm Ike Ikoku, and together with Nina Venturella, we are co-founders of the Air Institute and the Seven Figure Mentor Programme. We help executives create successful transitions out of corporate life without jeopardizing their current employment and without risk to their family, finances, or future. We launch business consulting practices for our clients and use that as a vehicle to establish their personal brand, their thought leadership, and to monetize their purpose, passion, wisdom, expertise, and experience. This helps them address the problem of how to design a successful transition out of corporate life and into doing something adventurous and fulfilling that allows them to have the kind of impact, influence, and income they desire in this next chapter of their life. We believe that executives who have been thriving in the boardroom with their responsibilities to their current employer can also thrive outside of the boardroom in their post corporate life we know that you have relevant experience expertise as well as a unique message and or a passion project that can positively impact the world stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspirational podcasts on the planet in the next 15 to 20 minutes all right Well, let's get into today.